Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday night, which can only mean we are betting everything with wheels. What's going on, Phil? Hey man, I'm just really excited to be back. We got the got the band back together. We got a little continuity here. Hopefully a better weekend than last weekend, uh, but just happy to spend some time with you guys on a Friday night. Yeah, Steve, what's happening? Hey, what's going on, guys? It's uh, tight. a lot going on this weekend. Um, feeling pretty good. Um, hopefully we um, get a little luckier than we did last weekend. I'm sure uh, Bill can expand on that too, but, uh, I, you know, all good here. Bill, was it not a great weekend last weekend? It wasn't. We took three small losers, um, little, little, little loss in every single race. Um, we had the Cup Series handicapped perfectly, just absolutely perfect. We landed on three of the fastest cars in the field, and Bubba Wallace with his idiotic, you know, payback on Kyle Larson and taking out Christopher <laughs> Bell, lost us four head-to-heads in a three-car accident, and uh, you know, I. It's tough to be mad at Bubba. He, he cashed a 70 to 1 ticket for us. He cashed a 25 to 1 ticket for us. But he lost me four units. And what have you done for me lately? So <laughs> he's on the sideline this weekend. Thank goodness. It should probably be for the, the rest of the year, but it's a one week suspension. We don't have to worry about that knucklehead ruining anything this week. So let's get it. Is that serious for him? Is, it, is that really going to hurt him in the standings or anything like that being suspended? He's already been eliminated from the owner's uh, championship uh, playoff race. Uh, so really, he was he was running for money, and um, <laughs> he won't be getting any of that. And, you know, maybe some sponsors will, will pull their sponsorships. Who knows what the fallout will be, but we don't have to worry about him this week. All right. Okay, well, one less thing to worry about, man. So what are we, how are we playing this weekend? Well, let's start off with the truck series. We have a, a very thin card on the on the truckers but we have lined in chandler smith to win chandler smith top three and that's all i know everything else is a secret so oh. i'm excited to hear <laughs> along with our listeners what else we're betting on what are we doing steve uh right well we had a little bit of a little bit of a practice session today um we're visiting uh homestead so this is our only visit to uh, Homestead this year for all three series. So we got uh, a lot to watch this weekend. We got two tomorrow and one on Sunday from the NASCAR side of things. And this is honestly the first time I've uh, looked at the board since the practice session. Um, been kind of busy and kind of trying to figure things out and going over data and stuff, as you know, Arch. I've publicly appreciate uh, what you do for us over here on uh discord and uh, everything so <laughs> kudos to you but uh, helper rose steve it's all about helper rose that's that's it that's what it is that's what it is but 
Yeah, so let's let's take a look at the board here. We we did lock in Chandler Smith uh, plus six hundred and plus one fifty. Interesting enough, uh, there was no qualifying for the Truck Series race, so um, interesting that he um, went to plus seven hundred and plus one eighty now for those plays. So mm. I was a bit surprised. Just, yeah, I was a bit surprised yeah. as well. I think. It's interesting. I've, you always wonder, like, what do books look at when you see, like, practice times and qualifying times? Do they kind of look at qualifying more or do they, they look at practice more? And uh, I, they only had practice this time. So uh, it's obvious that uh, they do look at the practice section data. So, and they kind of, I mean, they kind of hit on it. I think, you know, um, Ryan Priest is a uh, little, little longer odds. Uh, Chandler's a little longer odds, but really Chandler Smith I had, had a decent practice session. So um, Priest uh, is starting on the pole, so I wouldn't mind adding him in there for a top three. Um, Enfinger, Grant, uh, Grant Enfinger, uh, obviously the books looked at his practice data because um, – or I should say – practice data and um track history uh because end finger went from 18 to 1 to 12 to 1. i still like that for a top five he was pretty good in practice um yeah and just to just to add a little nugget on end finger um end finger actually has the third most fast laps uh by percentage at homestead so there's a little little deep cut for you uh behind ben rhodes and john hunter nemechek all right, there you go. And he was super good uh, this year at Darlington. And kind of the other high wear tracks, too. I think he was he, he was super good at IRP, which is a, kind of a worn-out racetrack. So maybe this is kind of his, kind of his um, you know. Forte. Yeah, so I, I like Enfinger, and so, so do the books, apparently, uh, this weekend. So it's obvious they're looking at the practice session. Um Nothing else really sticks out too much to me. I mean, I'm just now looking at the uh, the new uh, head to heads. Um, anything stuck out to you yet for the as far as these uh, reopeners there, Phil? Um, I mean, if we weren't so heavenly, or I'm sorry, heavily invested in Chandler Smith Talking already, to you is heavenly. Let's be honest. Oh, cut it out, you <laughs> guys. But if we weren't so heavily invested in Chandler Smith, I'd probably be looking at that head to head over Ty Majeski. Um, but you know, I think we have have enough cheddar on on Chandler. Um, I don't know, man. W- w- any Ryan Priest matchup? I like this over Zane Smith because I think Zane's going to have to run a different type of race than Ryan Priest. Zane's going to be in survival mode, and uh, Priest, I think, is mm-hmm. he's, he's out there to get checkered flags. So I agree. I, I think I think Priest would be my lean there. Um, I would probably lean Corey Heim plus a hundred over Time Majeski as like a pivot to the, the Chandler Smith head to head, but I'm just, I'm just spitballing here. I don't know if any of this is good or not. So um, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, I think um, you and me are kind of in the same boat because uh, we, they don't usually do practice session for Xfinity and trucks on a Friday, uh, you know, and then run the race the next day. So kind of in a unique situation here. So we, we might be doing a little more leaning and less like official plays, you know, we get the official plays though. So once you nail everything down, we'll definitely have all that in there, but definitely do want to give some leans here for sure. And, um, um, you know, uh, 
looking at Enfinger, as we mentioned already, looking at Ryan Priest, as you mentioned. Um, I, I love the angle of Ryan Priest because he's a guy that's not worried about the playoffs. This is a cutoff race. Trucks go straight to the championship after tomorrow at uh, Phoenix. So if you're, if, if you're below the line, uh, you're out. You're not making the, the championship round to Phoenix. So I like the idea of Priest not being uh, forced to you know grab stage points in these stages. Um, this is these guys don't have a whole lot of experience at this racetrack either. So when you when you mention you know youth versus veteran kind of driver persona, I definitely prefer the side of Ryan Priest there and a the guy that's uh, kind of uh, you know has a lot of more experience under his belt in general. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. I would I would certainly lean towards those guys. I'm sure we're going to put out a play of some sort on this this new board that's generated uh, but that that's just my my knee jerk right now so i guess what we're on is uh chandler to win chandler smith uh chandler top three um priest top three and finger top five and then we'll fill in the blanks in the book club oh the book club i don't know if you heard there's a free three-day trial i've heard that through the you know in the whisper down the lane i've heard that there's a three-day free trial it's fine. Steve, are you in? Are yeah. you in the book club? Who are you talking to? You, <laughs> me. Of course, I'm in there. All right. Well, people want to talk to you. They should sign up. Right. Yeah. They should do that. You can pick Steve's big brain in the book club. Bingo. You can ask me anything you want in there. <clears throat> With anything, some exceptions. Anything. I hope. Anything. <laughs> anything. All right. Uh, let's get this train back on the rails. Uh, is there anything else you like in the truck series? I don't see a whole lot that sticks out to me. Um, I'm just looking through the practice data one more time here. Uh, Christian Eckes sticks out to me for a guy that looks good for a top five finish. Um, he was second overall when it comes to uh, what I have up here is a, a top, the best laps for a six, six lap average. So Christian Eckes was second there. Eckes has been sneaky good on the intermediate tracks this year, and he has what I would consider, I would think, the best pit crew. So you couple all those things together, and I think Eckes can easily be in the running for a top five at plus 100 there. So I like that quite a bit. I don't even mind a sprinkle of the win on him. So Ooh. Oh, nice. Well, I can't wait to, to get the card from you after after the show because um, it sounds like there's there's quite a bit of – quite a bit of meat left on this bone and also i just loaded up our offshore account here and we've got like max gutierrez head-to-heads we've got brett holmes Haley deegan i mean all the all the mid mid marker teams are here so we're gonna have a, quite a bit uh coming out tomorrow for you sure. said mid marker but then he said Haley too i don't <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know where you're going with that <laughs> oh did you mean back marker for Haley? i guess yeah 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 exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How about Haley, Haley you know, digging last week? She how didn't about, crash. She did not crash. How about that? <laughs> it was kind of impressive. You know, is she is she more cut out for the Xfinity series than the trucks? Uh, she did mention that those cars drive completely different. And obviously, I mean, they definitely do. So, I mean, she kind of grew up driving like, you know, more of the dirt track stuff, dirt track racing, et cetera. So. Uh, maybe, I mean, that Xfinity car slides around a lot more than those trucks do. And, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, we, we know that car can perform. So, 
maybe it also suited a driving style a little bit more. Uh, these trucks are uh, very uh, kind of planted into the ground. Uh, can't do a whole lot with them. So maybe uh, her being able to move the car around a little more was advantageous to her. Bingo. Bingo. So, all right, man. Well, if, if you're ready, let's head to the Xfinity series. Ooh, what do you do think? It. All right, let's do it. All right. So uh, this will be, it's a doubleheader tomorrow. So this will be on right after the, uh, the truck series concludes. So if you're a guy that hates college football and playoff baseball, then we've got the programming for you. You're, you're going to want to stick around here. Uh, but we are on two guys. And if you're a book club member, you've got much better numbers. But mm -hmm. we were on Noah Gregson to win, and we got him at plus 250. That is now down to plus 150. Uh, we're also on his top three, which was minus 150 when we picked it up. It has since moved a dollar to minus 250. So we are on the right side of things there. If we could spend closing line value, we would be very rich, Steve. Uh, because you put us on Sheldon Creed at 30 to 1 and a top five at plus 300. His outright win is now 15 to 1 and his top five is plus 130. So that, that has about dried up all the value there. Um, and we also took him in a head-to-head -head over Riley Herbst, which has disappeared. So can't even get on that one at all. Mm -hmm. But out of the board that's up right now, where should we be looking? Uh, I would stick to Sheldon Creed. I'm, okay. I'm looking at the practice data. Uh, so if you're listening right now and you know you didn't get in at the best number, you can still get in, get in a very good number because Sheldon Creed was number one in practice when it came to uh, top nine laps. Um, for the field, and his long run speed is uh, very good. Uh, yeah, so he was, he was fastest in the ten lap and the fifteen lap averages. Yeah, so I mean Creed was um, for some reason, you know, I I I have got a little bit of a story to tell here. So you got story time with Steve coming up right now. Oh, it feels <laughs> like a new segment. <laughs> For those who don't know, I visited the RCR museum last week. Ooh. Was it last week? No, yes. last, was yeah, it last, last week? week? Okay. Two weeks? Who knows? Time blurs. You were gone it, it two really weeks ago. Does, but the bottom line is I visited and uh, it's a great museum. If, if anybody ever has is in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, definitely recommend going and visiting. But you know they have a great show, great showcase. But I, I eventually came up to that to that two car, and uh, it stood out to me that he that you know that car won two championships, and that car that was driven that was driving you know, the driver of the car was Tyler Reddick, um, and both those were held at Homestead, and then. The following season, I believe, Myers Snyder took over for that car, and he won the race at Homestead. So the way I see it, this two-car um, in RCR match up quite well at this racetrack, I guess you could say. Yeah, I mean, I, I would I totally agree. I mean, that, I, I wrote a, uh, an article on that tonight, and you know, I, I said the best part about betting on Sheldon Creed isn't isn't the driver, but it's the actual car because, you know, we were on Noah uh, Gregson the last time at Homestead when David Starr uh, threw the elbow off the top rope and wrecked him. And Myatt Snyder won that race in this car. And then, you know, Tyler Reddick in his last three starts at Homestead, he went first, first, and second. He averaged 25.3 fast laps and he averaged 45.3 laps out front. Um, so, I mean, this car is just an absolute rocket ship at Homestead. It's 
it's like, you know, as good as Steve at any bowling alley he walks into, it's just locked in. <laughs> That's really funny. You must not have been watching me much the past few years. It's been, it's been a while. It has been you, a while. But... I saw you on TV though, which is pretty cool. But yeah, yeah I mean, this, this Creed wagon is super, super fast. So, um, yeah, 15 to 1, 16 to 1. Um, you know, you, you should certainly uh, shop it because not all the books have opened back up yet. So you might be able to, to snipe a 20 to 1. I mean, who knows? Uh, he's starting seventh tomorrow. So it's not like he's a layup, you know, on the pole uh, for the books. If they're lazy, they'll really have to dig into the data to see how good he is. So maybe somebody will fall asleep on it. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> well, not yeah, for us. It, We're already locked in. Well, yeah, right. you're locked in. I'm, I'm talking to the people that haven't. Uh, ah, yes, right. Losers. Yeah. Suckers. Yeah. <laughs> and but, if, um, you watched, if you watched Sheldon Creed's qualifying lap, uh, that was not his best lap. No, so. well, he was halfway sideways. Yeah. He, he can do a lot from, from that. So I feel really good about him tomorrow. And, and Noah Gregson is obviously the, our other guy that we've laid a pretty big hammer on. He is well overdue to win this race, if you, as you mentioned, thanks to David Starr and, and other factors that have contributed to his to struggles and actually winning the race. So I feel really good about basically having the top two cars for this race already locked in and ready to go for tomorrow in this series. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't, you know, I don't think we're going to have to sweat this race out too much unless there's like a, a, a green white checkered overtime finish. I, right. I think. I think Gregson is going to be the absolute class of the field. And if something happens, if he cuts a tire or whatever, I think Creed creates the guy. So I feel like we have the best two candidates, you know, already locked in, which is pretty, pretty cool. So that's a, a little, uh, I guess a little, a little tip of the cap to the book club. Cause we're all on it together. That's it. We're, we're all, we're going down together. We're sinking into the Titanic. But are, is there anything in this populated <laughs> board, Steve, that you uh, that you see? I, I know, you know, we were happy that that uh, colleague was atop the uh, practice data a little bit, like they were in the, the upper echelon. But AJ Allmendinger struggles with tire wear, and this is a high wear mm -hmm. track. So um, we did play him in a head to head against Sam Mayer. You know, just experience versus inexperience. But should we be looking to fade the dinger if the opportunity comes along? I would definitely lean that way. Um, yeah, the fact for me was I was just looking at raw speed when it came to uh, AJ versus Sam uh, Sam Mayer, and I guess not really not really raw speed, but the bottom line is uh, experience versus inexperience. Like you've said already, this is a driver's racetrack, and you have a, a guy like AJ that's got a lot of a lot of laps under his belt. Um, Kind of, kind of similar to uh, Darlington to an extent. It kind of eats up rookies a little bit. So I, I fully expect AJ to be consistent, and I fully expect that Sam Mayer to uh, potentially make another mistake like he's been doing the past few weeks. He just hasn't really uh, finished these races the way that uh, we've hoped he would have because we've been on him for a, couple, few, a few weeks now. But I'm, I'm not re I'm not ready to, to back Sam Mayer this week because of that lack of experience in, in the – trouble and getting to the finish line right right so um i'm looking around for anybody else that that has odds on this thing besides DraftKings, and i'm i'm coming up empty-handed here so 
Uh, yeah. Is there any anything else we can we can sprinkle out there? I'm, I I like this Austin Hill over Sam Mayer matchup as well minus one twenty on DraftKings, um, just simply for the fact that we like to bet on fast teammates here and absolutely Creed, Creed's a horse, and Austin Hill is still in this playoff picture along with Mayer, so we don't have to worry about them being on differing strategies. Um, they'll probably be running the same type of race. They're both below the cut line, um, but I, I do like this Austin Hill matchup. I agree 100%. Um, and we've seen most of this year, Austin Hill, I, I believe he runs better in the race than he does in practice. So in his practice speed was just about top five. And uh, Sam Mayer was uh, way quite a bit below, you know, around uh, 14th, 15th in, in lap times. So I definitely like Austin Hill there in that matchup. So that's a good find. Hey, I found something. All right, last yeah. one I want to ask you about. Um, Trevor Bain plus 120 over Ty Gibbs. Um, Bain stuck this thing on the pole. He was incredibly fast. Um, he is a you know an ex cup driver. Um, not in the playoff hunt, obviously. He's doing a little little one off here. Um, he's driven in a couple races. He hasn't won yet. What do we what do we do with Trevor here? Do we leave it alone, or I, I'm just kind of attracted to this plus price. Yeah, I like that. Um, I have Trevor Bain being a slightly uh, being slightly better than Ty Gibbs in practice, and I mean Ty Gibbs is you know he's been really fast this year, but Trevor Bain has a lot of experience under his, under his belt too, and he, and they're running equal equipment. And uh, like I believe you mentioned already, the I'm not sure if Ty Gibbs Ty Gibbs is probably safe for the playoffs, but bottom line is you're getting plus one twenty. Um, in, in, the, in this situation, and that's that's a, that's a great price for what I think should probably be a toss-up between these two. Hmm. Art, you like value, right? You like plus numbers? On occasion, I like playing plus numbers. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember the last time you played a favorite. No, no. I, I, Art doesn't do anything like minus 700 or anything like that. He doesn't <laughs> even get close to dipping in numbers like that. Not, no, not no. usually. <laughs> You're a sick, sick man, Archibald. All right. Do we have anything for the for the people in Xfinity, or was that it? I want to bring Brandon Jones' name up here. Do it. And he was second um, as far as practice times go here for, you know, what I ran, which is the, the best nine laps. So, he, I – Brandon Jones, I think Brandon Jones knows how to run races with higher tire wear tracks, um, and especially intermediates. Uh, this is kind of kind of his stronger suit here. So uh, you're getting him twelve to one uh, outright on DraftKings. So if you if you feel like you need a little bit more of a safe out um, aside from Gregson and Sheldon Creed, uh, I don't mind playing him for maybe like a top three, um, you know, just to, just in case something goes wrong. Uh, top five is good too, plus 100. Uh, so you're kind of getting a little bit more of a padding there. And uh, I like that. Uh, top five, you think that's that's an official play? I need to do some more oh, uh, oh. analyzing. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I put him but on I'm the spot. Like, I mean, I'm trying to bully him. I'm trying to bully him a little bit into it. Yeah, everybody's I mean, doing it, Steve. Yeah, don't you want to be cool? 
you know, I mean, of course I do. All right. But yeah, I, 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 I play that as, as a top five. Yeah, lock it in. Oh, there we go. I get peer pressure gets you sometimes. You can't <laughs> help it, especially when you're around people like you guys, you know? Done. I'm locked I don't know what the fuck I'm there. talking about, Steve, ever. So cool. Anything else? That's all I got for now. Um, yeah, just kind of backing RCR and kind of looking at Toyota. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Um, if you're playing Colleague at all, it, that's that is Dangerous. a Castle Hemrick uh, Dinger. A lean towards Landon Castle because he was good at Darlington. He was pretty good in uh, the lap times in practice as well. Haven't uh, figured anything out on him officially, but um, if you were to play somebody in that on that team, I would go that's in Lean Castle. Yeah, I'm not doing that. All right. <laughs> unless you tell me to, unless you say it's official. Do it, Phil. Come on. Everyone's doing it. Nobody's <laughs> doing it unless Steve says it. I'm not doing it yet. I'm not even done that. <laughs> Look at that. Nice. Here we just move on, move on to the cup race. I'm sorry? Move on move on to the cup race. All right, let's move on to the cup We're race. We're on to Cincinnati. <laughs> Steve said so. But All right, anyway. What do we got? For the- well, I was going to ask Arch if we should take a commercial break first. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. There it was. Oh, great. That was quick. It's like it almost didn't even notice it happened. <laughs> I had a nickel for every time I heard a lady say that to me. Ew. <laughs> all right, let's talk cup. Uh, all right. So we. this is something you can get in if you listen before qualifying. You can get on some of these same numbers that we have. Um, so Steve, you want to, you want to start it off or you want me to run down the winners? Yeah, sure. Um, let's, let's go with, uh, so Christopher Bell. Um, now we, we haven't had practice, uh, as of this recording in the cup series, that'll be, uh, in the morning. I'm not sure exactly what time, but it will be tomorrow as of this recording. So I have, we have Christopher Bell 12 to one on DraftKings. Uh, Chris Rebell, uh, unfortunate situation last week. So he will be basically pretty desperate for a win to move on to the championship in Phoenix. Um, and he's been very quick on the uh, mile and a half this year. And that's kind of what we're looking at. And we're also, um, I like Bell as well because uh, the top line is going to be in play. Bell is a um, he's dirt proven guy. himself to be a good, uh, yeah, dirt racer that kind of requires running the wall a little bit and changing lanes. And that's going to be kind of the story to tell this, this weekend at Homestead is uh, moving around the track quite a bit throughout the day. And also, I think what, what plays into it is we love to say ring the bell. You know, when the Phillies win, mm. they, they just wrapped it up. They go up two games to one on the Padres. And hopefully we're ringing the bell on Sunday. <laughs> See what I did there? I was clever. You're really connected. Like a, You're just a genius in how you can connect everything together. It's like a beautiful mind, you know? More ways than one. All right. Go ahead, Steve. Sorry to cut you off there, pal. 
Oh, please. Anytime you can bring some, uh, you know, pizzazz to the show, by all means, cut me right off. And I'm still waiting for that to happen. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's move on to. um, (laughs) Once again, Noah Gregson, 30 to one on DraftKings. The disrespect. You think it's that disrespectful? I mean, I mean, it's obvious. So Noah Gregson, this is his racetrack. And uh, as we are, as you know, some may or may not know, uh, Alex Bowman, unfortunately, is sidelined uh, this week once again to, due to concussion protocol. He, I don't know, he might be back at Phoenix. Um, I kind of think he should be shutting it down. That's probably what's going to happen. Hopefully he rests up, gets fully prepared for next year. And hopefully Noah Gregson kind of takes over this car and gets it done this weekend. He, uh, I mean, he's running it. He's been running inside the top 10 the past two events in that 48 car at the Roval and last week as well. I, I believe he finished 11th just outside the top 10. So um, uh, this is a racetrack that Noah, I mean, Noah can definitely get it done here and potentially uh, be a sneak play there for the win. And I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to miss miss you know miss the boat on this one. Yeah, hundred percent agree. And all the extra track time that he's going to get uh, tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, it's I think it's huge. And just to be able to see the racetrack before everybody else, so love it, love it. And I think that that you know we'll we'll be playing him for a top ten, which is kind of sneaky too. Hundred percent. Um, all right. Next up, we have uh, Daniel Suarez, uh, thirty to one. I, if you, you'll probably notice a trend here, uh, we had a you know these are probably going to be similar plays to what we had last week in Vegas. Kind of a you know not identical setup. They're going to be running you know up by the wall uh, a little bit more um, at Homestead than certainly at Las Vegas. But characteristics of the mile and a half uh, is in play. So Suarez has been super good on intermediates. He led uh, a decent amount of that race last week. So there's no reason why he can't continue that speed into Homestead. Uh, I believe Justin Marks was on and he mentioned that uh, they found some speed up there at the top with Suarez. So hopefully we can get a little bit of uh, take advantage of that. They had, they had a test session here at Homestead. So I didn't see a whole lot of those lap times, but, um really you don't don't really know how how you know how hard guys are pushing in a, t- in a test session but to see to hear that they think they have the speed is is good good enough for me 100 percent agree and you know the, those test sessions are just monumentally important so um anytime you can take the new car on the track you have a leg up so love that um track house was was pretty quick last week uh, we saw Chastain, you know, be okay. So I, I think this is a team to play on for sure. All right. A uh, couple long shots. Uh, once again, the kind of pricing Eric Jones pretty high here at 50 to one. Uh, he's been a top 10 car all year on the um, intermediate tracks. And uh, once again, you're getting 50 to one. Um Really just uh, Eric Jones has been super good at, this year at Darlington. High word racetrack, high line. Uh, both those things are back in play this weekend. So I don't see any reason why to not at least give it a shot. 
And last play with uh, Ricky Stenhouse. This number has been destroyed. We got him at uh, 250 to 1. Yeah, I believe he's down to 100 to 1 now. I, I wouldn't really play it at that number. Uh, Stenhouse is kind of just a um, moonshot play that you just hope uh, kind of works out. Because with this next-gen car, it's been apparent that anybody can win in a decently equipment, uh, decently, um, you know, fast car. Yeah, totally agree. Eric Jones, love that play. Um, you know, he, he was so good at Darlington and this is like, you know, like a very, very close, uh, comparable track. So hopefully it translates love betting on that 43 car, uh, especially with Eric Jones. So can't go wrong there. I, I really think that has legs. All right, so that does it for the outrights for me. Do you have anything else for that? I should move on to. Uh... Yeah, I, I don't have any outrights here. I'm I'm just locked into these five. I think that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good portfolio of drivers we've got there. All right, any any notes on the guys up top? Reddick, um, Larson, yeah. has he moved a little bit. Yeah, I, I I love and you know you and I we talked uh, midweek about uh, Tyler Reddick and. No surprise he opened here as the winner. I mean, we, we talked about how good he was in the Xfinity series here. He's been equally good uh, in the Cup series. Um, his In the two starts, I think his average starting position is 29.5, which is crazy. His average finish is three. So uh, he's finished fourth and second after starting deep in the field both times. Um, his average running position is 10.8, which when you take into account how deep in the field he started, that's like exceptional and he averages 24 and a half fast laps per race again you know when he's in the back this is nuts like imagine if he got clean air you know how how fast he could be so i like reddick not to win because um you know we're 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 on these other guys at at better value and i think that the number is too short at seven to one but i do like the top three at two to one and i like the top five at minus 110 so those are my notes on reddick all right. I like it. I mean, obviously, he's a guy that's going to run the wall. He's uh, proven he can run the wall well. And um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't mind that at all. But, um, yeah, so top fives. Um, I got Christopher Bell again. These are kind of just repeats of the outrights. I like Christopher Bell for the consistency as well as the raw speed there. So you're getting him, getting him at top five at plus 150. Uh, same thing with Daniel Suarez uh raw speed and consistency and uh eric jones plus 600 most mostly for the uh the value there and upside on him love it yep total agreement i'm already locked in on these and top tens now so kind of kind of the same thing suarez gregson eric jones i added a little bit just a just a sprinkle on Justin Haley plus five twenty five uh, for a top ten on MGM. I heard Haley and just panic hit me all over my body. <laughs> yes, uh, fortunately it's a last name Haley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, now listen. I know you know we we got through these top tens. I know there's a matchup you really want to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I'm personally playing, um, I guess you're going to be super high on Daniel Suarez this weekend because I'm playing him 
Um, I played him for three units. It's my biggest play oh. of the year. Yeah, over Chase, and over Chase Briscoe. I think in the last two years, we've probably had less than 10 three-unit plays. And we're, we're talking over 3,000 plays that we've put out over the last you know two years. So this is a rare occurrence. This is a, you know, sound the alarm, call the FBI, put your, put your money on this thing. Daniel Suarez over Chase Briscoe. That's it. I'm hyping you up, Steve. Go ahead. All right. I like I like myself a little hype. So let's get into the you know the numbers a little bit. The deets. Daniel Suarez is ranked. He is twelfth in my driver rating for the season. Uh, and when I I may or may not have mentioned this, but it's what I kind of do is I take like what do you call a driver rating for a driver for all types of basically intermediate tracks for the season. And I even from there I make adjustments, and you know I take away outliers, maybe even change like if they had an issue on pit road or something, I would bump it up or bump it down, etc. So after doing all of that, um, Suarez comes out to twelfth uh, in my projections, and Briscoe uh, his numbers are quite poor. Uh, he's down there in about seventeenth or eighteenth, so. I think this is a, a big edge for Suarez here over Briscoe. Um, Briscoe is going to be taking risks to try to make, make sure he gets points and stages, you know, maybe even trying to get off strategy to win the race. So th- there's a lot of outs in this play. And uh, we saw last week Briscoe, he was struggling the whole race uh, at Las Vegas. The only reason I believe he got to the front was due to getting a different strategy. So if you compare them based off raw speed, I don't think um, Briscoe should really have a fighting chance in this one. Wow. Sold me. I just emptied the bank. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I can't even imagine how many units that is. Still waiting for it Four? to be approved. <laughs> oh, is it pending? Yes, it's pending right now. The old slow circle. Nice. Well, you'll have to update us if that goes through. Any thoughts on this one, Phil? What do you think about Chase Briscoe this weekend with him kind of, you know, hanging on by a thread in the playoffs? I think he's such a fraud. I, I, I just do. I don't like I don't even like think of him as a playoff driver right now. And I know he is. You know, I know he's in that final eight. But I just I, I can't wrap my head around this guy you know, being elite in this sport, it, it just, it doesn't, it just doesn't um, comprehend kind of like the words in this sentence. I just can't get them out. It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Trackhouse is going to be fast. They have to bring fast race cars. You've got Ross Chastain, who's one of the playoff favorites. You've got Daniel Suarez, who would be, you know, just a, a tick behind him uh, if it weren't for, you know, losing power steering at the road course. You know, and, and Briscoe, it took a miracle for him to be in there, plus his his teammate cheating, um, you know, brake checking half the field so that Briscoe could could slide by and make the cutoff. I just don't respect Chase Briscoe right now. Um, I think he's a fraud. Would love to see this bet cash. I think it does. Uh, the minus 110 is an excellent price, especially when we see, you know, the disparity. Like, if we're, we're looking at... at teammates you know we see briscoe at 25 to 1 and then ross chastain's 10 to 1 
not that they're the exact same thing, but you can kind of glean from that that I don't know. I, I just think Trackhouse is better. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know why the books are pricing Chase Briscoe at twenty-five to one. It just does, you know, because Briscoe has been opening up at you know fifty to one just about every week until the playoffs started, and uh, and nothing changed. The only difference is he's in the playoffs, and and you know Suarez isn't. So that's not yeah. enough for me to say, oh, well, he's going to have all this pace now just because he's in the playoffs. And no, that's not how it works. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean. Briscoe has proven to be a knucklehead uh, more than once this year. So, you know, I think it happens again. Give me, give me Suarez for all of the enchiladas. Whoa. All see right. What, see what I did there? I did. What, <laughs> where where do we go from here? Like, God, that's it. That might be it. I don't know. Do we have anything else? Nah, one more. Okay. <laughs> we can't end the show, you know, with the enchilada joke. There's got to be something I, I, else. I like that. He says no and then says one more in the same okay. breath, like instantly. Yeah. yeah. We got, I like this one a lot too, but we're just, we're just not playing it for three units. We're just playing it for the standard one unit size. It's Carl Larson over Chase Elliott. Um, I wouldn't mind if you played it for more. Feel free to win some more money if you want, but. <laughs> Love um, the stamp of approval. That's it. Yeah, I mean, so Kyle Larson um, this year has been uh, significantly better than Chase Elliott on intermediate tracks. And I don't think people really realize it. Um, clearly, the books don't realize it because he was running 20th um, basically the entire race last week. Um, we don't know how good Larson really was, but he was certainly better than 20th. So, and, you know, and, and this is this is Homestead. So we know how good Kyle Larson's uh, track history is here. I can pull up uh, Larson's history. Um, Larson, I mean, I only have the past three races, but he has top five in there. Average. Yeah, I have, I have no idea. My fingers can't move fast enough to get there to, to bail you <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah. Larson's... Driver, he's good here, though. Let's just say yeah, that. His, his rating was 106.4 yeah. for the past Trust two or three me. races. And Elliot's down there. He was 93.2 is what I'm looking at. So track history is good. This season, Larson's been better than Chase on intermediate tracks. So that's two for two. Um, Larson's out of the playoffs now, and Elliot is in. So Elliot will be points racing. Larson will not. So there's, an, you know, that, there, yeah, three for three. Checks the boxes. Nice. So that's that's it. That's all I got for my card. That's that's all I've got for mine as well. When your card's done, so is mine. Because you know I'm not going to add anything. It feels oh, odd to be to... done in 40 minutes. Wow. I, I forgot to add one thing. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Michael McDowell. There you go. Is... The blind the blind ship on his top ten. Is that what's coming? No, he's oh. uh, on MGM. He's thirty-three to one for top Ford. So, I I don't mind a sprinkle on this because we've seen McDowell uh, this year kind of just show up out of nowhere and kind of finish up front, and we haven't really seen Ford really um, kill the intermediate tracks this year. So, I certainly don't mind playing McDowell there. Kind of just you know. For, a little sprinkle on a, on a long shot. Don't mind that at all. McDowell's been a lot better on the on the intermediate tracks this year, and uh, really historically, he's been uh, 
better on the higher wear racetracks as well. So I don't mind. So I'm gonna just take that and uh, see what happens. I I love it. I, yeah, I don't mind getting down on on McDowell. He's cast some beautiful tickets for us this year. So they've all been, you know, long shots. So might as well. Why not? Why not one more? Yeah. That that price is super competitive. It's. 33 to 1 on MGM and it's 15 to 1 on DraftKings. So really the bottom line is I just kind of number shop there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I'm, I'm good with it. Um, yeah, I think that, that that closes us down, at least until, you know, we start posting in the book club tonight. Yeah, we got some work to do after this show ends, that's for sure. Nice. Yes, sir. Arch, do you have anything to add or is your food almost there? Uh, no, no, no. The food's not going to be here for another 20 minutes. Hmm. Hmm. So I have nothing to add. Such is life. We're talking Formula One, or we have Nitro Rallycross too on here for odds. That's interesting. Good night, Steve. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.